With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Who are the pretenders and who are the contenders? We're more than halfway through the NFL season, but DraftKings Sportsbook is still pumping out unbeatable offers every single game day. New customers can bet just $5 on anything to get $200 instantly in bonus bets. DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of a sweetener offer every game day this fall. Get in on the football action with DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the app now and use code Richard. New customers can bet just $5 on anything to get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code Richard. The crown is yours. The volume. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Richard Sherman Podcast. We're excited to bring a whole new vibe to this podcast. We decided to take it live. First time ever on YouTube. Uh, Richard's here to answer your questions. I'm here to moderate. So we are, we're excited to get this started. Uh, Richard, I think when we kick this off, we're going to let some folks uh, jump in here. First off, we want to say we appreciate all you guys for for joining in every week. It's been awesome to build this podcast with you guys. We couldn't have done it without you. Richard, we're about halfway point through the season right now. There's some big surprises that take in place. Let's start right there. What are, what are some of the biggest surprises of the year thus far in your uh, eyes? I guess probably Jacksonville, you know, being six and two. I don't think a lot of people seen that coming. CJ Stroud's having a great year. Texans are somehow four and four. A lot of people expect them to be bottom of the barrel. Um, you know, the, the Niners about where you expected them to be, maybe one more win or so. Um, Kansas City has struggled a bit offensively, but I mean, it's not outside of that. I mean, there's been some surprising wins. Denver beating uh, Kansas City was a big surprise. Um, but outside of that, I mean, everything has kind of gone according to plan for the most part. I mean, nobody could have suspected Aaron Rodgers getting hurt. I guess that's a huge surprise. Um, but yeah. Well, surprise on top of that is him slinging the rock 55 yards last night on uh, live TV. So I know you came off the Achilles injury, Richard. I know we talked about this briefly before, but how does something like this happen? Because I know it was a process for you, and here this guy is walking two months after the surgery and, and heaving a ball 55 yards. I have yards no idea. The I, they got to keep asking Aaron. They got to ask Ella Trosh because I've never heard of it happening like this. Nobody has. Um, and, I'm, you know, whenever he does get out on the field to play, we'll see how he plays and if it holds up because, you know, that will revolutionize the the Achilles he- healing um, timeline. I mean, at least for he, he and uh, – Kirk Cousins, you know, quarterback is different than receiver, you know, corner and stuff like that. We got a user named Dirtbag right. Cali uh, wants to know, Richard, what are your what are your thoughts on this 49ers cornerback group? I know you got a little bit of a personal relationship with the Amador Lenore. What do you what do you think about this uh 
I think they're solid. Out there. You know, I think D D Mo does a great job getting his hands on the ball, being sticky in coverage. Uh, so does Charvarius. I think um, you know there needs to be more variety in the coverages they play. You're sitting them in man coverage all day, and they're, they've been standing up for the most part. But you're going to have an off game or two. You're going to have some penalties. Um, that's the that's one of the the downfalls of consistently calling mans. It's a handsy coverage. You got to get physical. You got to be in the jersey of your opponent, and it leaves the the judgment up to the ref. So um, when you're in zone, you're 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 kind of floating. Um, you got to get eyes on the quarterback. You got a greater shot of getting an interception if a ball if if there's pressure on the quarterback and it, and, and there's an errant pass somewhere. You got a greater shot of of making a play on it. But right now, I just don't see them um, being put in great positions consistently. Amy Jackson. Ask the question, what's the bigger problem in Seattle, Geno or that old line? If the majority of the time he has people in his lap and there's not enough room for him to, to stand and deliver accurate passes, then it's the offensive line. And that was the case throughout the majority of the Buffalo, I mean, the Baltimore game. That was the case during a lot of the plays of the Cincinnati game. He has guys in his lap. Um, it's hard enough to play quarterback when you got a clean pocket and the concepts are right and you, you found the right guy. But when you got guys consistently in your face, consistently pressuring you, trying to avoid guys, then it's going to be almost impossible for anybody to play the position. Um, you got to change the way you call the game, you know, so, so some of it falls on Shane Waldron and his concepts. Uh, they gotta, they gotta change it. You're not getting the time to run these deep developing concepts. You gotta give him outlets. You gotta give him safety valves and he's not getting those right now. So I would say it's on a lot of people. Some of it is on Gino because when he gets clean pocket, he hasn't been accurate with the football at times, but I'd say majority of it is the offensive line and, uh, and the play calling. You gotta change it up. Well, like we talked about on the podcast, Rich, I felt like I was rewatching that Detroit Lions Baltimore game when we saw Seattle go to town into Baltimore because I mean, you know better than anyone. When you get smacked in the mouth in that first quarter, the game plan kind of goes out the window. And I know Seattle likes to run the football. If you're not giving my, my boy K-9 the ball on a consistent basis, it's going to be tough to win. Chase asks, Sherm, how far away do you think the Seahawks are from being that team? Hashtag L-O-B forever. <laughs> well, I mean, it depends on what you mean by that team. If you're talking about a Super Bowl team, um, they got a little ways to go. Um, because you got to be consistent. It's about consistency. It's about winning the games you should win um, and about being competitive and being that offensive line has at times been solid. And then the last couple of weeks, they have not. They've been giving up a lot of pressure on Geno. Um, you got to stay healthy, and health has been a factor. Defensively, I think they're improving week in and week out, but then you have a setback where you give up almost 300 yards rushing. I think the secondary is playing well. Uh, I thought. They got better at the D-line spot, bringing in Leonard Williams. Uh, but I, I think it takes a lot. It takes a lot of consistency. It takes a lot of overcoming adversity and playing well in big games. And so I, I'm not sure they're they're a championship team yet um, until they're running the ball more consistent and they're blocking people more consistently. It's going to be it's going to be tough. They got bullied in that game. Richard, this is a personal question about your playing days. Uh, Matt loves blueberry pie. Uh, Sherm, can you speak? Can you speak about how playing with the Legion of Boom personally elevated your game? And is it true that you're a combination of the five people you surround yourself with the most? I think everybody made each other better. You know, I think um, that was a great group of guys who complemented each other well, who played well together, who worked hard together, and and did a great job supporting one another on and off the field. And that allowed us to to be great on the field. We held each other accountable. You know, there's a lot of things that go into playing great football that aren't just 
X's and O's and, and talent. Um, is it true you are the five people you surround yourself with? Uh, I mean, to some degree, um, uh, you know, I, I, because sometimes you're born in circumstances, you're surrounded by the people you're surrounded by, and you can overcome your circumstances, you can overcome your friend group. But as an adult, I guess, to to some degree, you're, you're the advice that you follow, the morals that you stand on, um, the work that you put in. At the end of the day, you are your, you, you got the pen, and you're writing your own story. So, I don't care if you're hanging around with with five convicts. You know, you could still be a, a Fortune 500 CEO, and and you know it's not going to affect you in that way. You, the decisions you make, the things that you do going forward, are the things that determine your path. So, if you're a follower and the five people that you're with um, are going in the wrong direction, and you're following them down the road to to disaster, then I mean, I guess I guess that could be true. So let's stick with the Legion of Boom. When did you know the Legion of Boom was going to be historic? I thought we had a chance after uh, the Giants game my rookie year where Brandon returned to like 96 yards, 97 yards, pick six, maybe 93. And it just was the chemistry we had, the poise, uh, the the on-the-field communication, uh, the way things translated from practice to the game. Uh, You know, there wasn't a lot of panic in the group. And so I thought we, we could have a chance to do something special. Um, we, we knew what we did well. We knew what we, we, we would have trouble with, and we stayed out of those positions. So, yeah, I think, I think early on 2011, um, definitely in 2012. Has there ever been a time you've been injured in an accident and not only were you in physical pain, but there were stress, headaches, and problems that followed? Do you wish you had hired an attorney? If you're ever injured, you can check out Morgan and Morgan. Playing corner in the NFL is hard. Submitting an injury claim with Morgan & Morgan is easy. Morgan & Morgan is America's largest injury law firm with over 100 offices nationwide and more than 800 lawyers. With over $15 billion recovered for over 300,000 clients, Morgan & Morgan has a proven track record of fighting to get you full and fair compensation. Morgan & Morgan has been fighting for the people for over 35 years. Submitting an injury claim with Morgan & Morgan is so easy. If you're ever injured, you can check out Morgan & Morgan. Their fee is free unless you win. For more information, go to forthepeople.com slash Sherman or dial pound law. That's pound 529 from your cell phone. That's forthepeople.com forward slash Sherman or pound law. That's pound 529 from your cell phone. This is a paid advertisement. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, guys. This is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. we got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball. We do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair? Or to have hair plugs. I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay. So you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah. Like, check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, you know, hey, <laughs> hey, stranger, I don't know what you think, and this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah. 
But I mean, like, like John Cena got him. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or, like, put a sign in your yard. But All right, so what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. This question takes us outside of your playing days into current day Richard Sherman, media member Richard Sherman. Stingray Ghost says, you've become my mom's favorite NFL analyst on TNF and Undisputed with your astute comments, honesty, and incredible football IQ. What's been the most rewarding part of this new aspect of your career? Uh, I think the most rewarding part is just being able to give back to the game and not having to play. It's been cool to to be around the guys on TNF. You know, that crew is incredible. You know, uh, Carissa, Tony, uh, Whitworth, uh, Fitz, uh, uh, Taylor, Mike Smith, uh, even our producers and, and, and the staff um, that helps us set up every week. It's really fun to be around those guys, uh, to continue to learn the game, to continue to be a part of it. I think that's been the most rewarding part, and um, Undisputed is just fun. You know, you get to talk to game. You get to hang out. You get to argue a little bit, you know, like you're in a barbershop. So that's always fun. You know, it's just fun to still be around the game and get to go to games on game day. Ten years ago, if I were to tell you you'd be sitting across the desk from Skip Bayless talking shop, what would your feedback be? Well, that's why I don't put anything past anything these days. I'm a kid that came from Watts that went to Stanford. Um, so I, I, nothing's out of the out of the realm of possibilities Nothing's for out of the equation. Joseph asks, as a Niners fan, what do you think the team needs to get one step closer to being perfect? Um, pressure. Pressure. They need to get pressure. Well, they get a lot of pressure. They need to get sacks. They need to get sacks. They need to score points. So they need to offensively protect the quarterback, um, keep pressure off Brock Purdy. Um, offensive line, defensive line is what this league is determined by. You you got you either have them or you don't. And if you're not playing well on the defensive line and or the offensive line, you're gonna have struggles. I think those are the keys. And when they get those two fixed, then you know the rest will fall into place. Dexter plays asks, what were your thoughts on the Chargers defense last night? I mean, is this Chargers team looking better or are they just playing the Jets and, and Zach Wilson? A little combo of both. A little combo of both, probably, but I mean, you got to give them credit that that was the defense that um, they 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 played up to their billing of what they should have been playing the whole time. Uh, I mean, a lot of these guys have been there. Um, I think Brandon Staley. This is the de- the way people expected his defense to come when he was brought in as the head coach, and it's kind of crazy that it just started to happen. Um, but eight sacks, they were flying around the football field, they were hitting, um, they looked confident, they looked ready to play, they looked prepared prepared um and they made plays that were there so i you know I, uh, joey bosa looked like boy joey bosa khalil mack looked like khalil mack derwin james were making plays all over the field yeah that's what you would have expected when brandon staley came in and all the talent they had so i mean they looked really good well they're gonna get a wake-up call next week richard they play my detroit lions so expect expect them to take an l if we got any chargers fans in the chat right now expect an l next week uh, Richard, Matt asks, was there anyone you grew up with or played with that could have been amazing in the NFL but just never made it? Um, yeah, there's been a lot of guys that I thought would make it. Um, you know, Mar- Marvin Johnson was probably the best guy on our on our high school team. 
Uh, I would have thought he he ended up going to Oregon and they just kind of played him out of position and, you know, didn't get a, a great shot at at showing his abilities. Um, but I thought he would have a great shot at it. You know, I thought there was a couple Simmonses that went to our school that I thought would be NFL linebackers who, you know, they had older brothers that were NFL linebackers. They were kind of a family of NFL linebackers and things just didn't pan out that way that I thought. But, I mean, everything happens for a reason. Everything happens as it's supposed to. And, um, and this is what it is. We haven't seen it yet, Richard. Every week right around this time, we, we get to see your power ranks. I want to I wanna do it live right now. Richard, who's going to be in your top five, the Richard Sherman power ranks for, what are we in, week nine, week ten now? Mm-hmm. Um, huh, that's a great question. Uh, you got to go with Philadelphia. They got the best record in the National Football League. Um, second, you got to go Baltimore because they're just playing really great football. Defense is playing uh, really well, 35 sacks on the season. Then you got to go old faithful with Kansas City. Um, they are who who they've been. Um, been playing really, really well. You could you, you could try to put other teams in there, um, but it's going to be hard because Cincinnati is playing really good. So I'd probably have to put them fourth, and then I'm just going to go. I have, I have to put the Niners there. They they didn't they had an off week. Um, they were in a bye, but uh, everybody else lost. The Dolphins lost. Uh, Dallas lost. Um, so Seattle lost. Um, so there aren't a lot of the, actually, actually, you know what? I'm gonna put Jacksonville in there. I'm going to give Jacksonville six and two. I'm going to, okay. I'm going to put them in the fifth spot. There are six and two and their record says they should be there. So it's, it's what four in AFC teams and one NFC team. That's about, it's about right right now. I mean, I think the most shocking thing to me of recent is this bills fall off, man. They've, they've just come down to earth and if the season ended today, they wouldn't even be in the playoffs, which is pretty crazy to think about. Oh, here we go. Actually, a question about the Bills from Marion. Uh, the Bills problem, is the Bills problem entirely on their offensive coordinator? Should they just let Josh Allen be Josh Allen? I, I I think, I don't know. I don't know because I don't know a lot of times what the play calls for and what he's actually executing because he creates on so many of these plays. So um, there's so much of Josh Allen being Josh Allen where he's getting out of the pocket He's he's creating more time, more space. He's maneuvering. He's not just hitting his back foot and letting the ball go that we can't tell if it's the coordinator or Josh Allen because he's not technically running the plays. And at times he'll sit there and throw it and it looks like the offense runs fine. He'll hit Stefan Diggs on a few plays. He'll hit hit um he'll hit the tight end on a few plays. He'll 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 move the ball around. He'll hit cook. They'll run the ball a little bit. So I think there needs to be more balance. I think everybody always says that it needs to be more balanced, but I think this is Josh Allen being Josh Allen. I think it's just not being good enough right now. And I think Brian Daybowl and his impact is starting to, you know, people are starting to see that he had a much bigger impact than people gave him credit. Well, Brian Daybowl probably wishes he was back in Buffalo after seeing who's quarterback in uh, his New York giants right now. But, uh, that's a story for another time. Uh, Richard, I think I know the answer to this question, and, and it might surprise some of our audience. Low-key, who was the most difficult and challenging wide receiver you ever covered? It was Stevie Johnson. It was young Stevie Johnson uh, when he was in Buffalo. You know, I got another chance to go against him when he was in San Francisco, but he was past his prime, and, you know, I had two interceptions on the game. It wasn't much. But when he was in Buffalo, he was an issue. Um, and, you know, just unorthodox movement was what is his uh biggest thing wasn't the fastest wasn't the biggest or anything like that but he was unorthodox richard let's switch to the basketball court i know you're a huge laker fan lebron year 21 now right what are your expectations for this lakers team does bron have one more in him 
Well, the expectations in Lakerland is always championship, Mitchell. After after you get 17 of them, you always just want 18. Um, and so that's the expectation going into this year. LeBron, Anthony Davis, you expect championship regardless. Even last year when we were the, what, was it 10th seed or 9th seed? And people still expect championship. And they made it all the way to the conference championship and then uh, got swept by the Denver Nuggets. But the expectation is always that regardless. Well, John asked Ed Sherm, is, is C.J. Stroud legit? I think I can answer that for you. Uh, yeah, he's legit. But, Richard, I'll let you chime in on that. Yeah, he's legit. Um, he's making the game look easy. Um, his passes, his setup, uh, his reads makes it all look easy. He executes at a really high level. He has coaches that believe in him, uh, an offensive coordinator and Bobby Slowick that's putting him in great spots and 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 really accentuating his strengths and 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 minimizing his weaknesses. And it's a it's a match made in heaven. He's he's elevating his teammates, Nico Collins, Noah Brown, um, Tank Dale. Uh, he's making these guys into really good NFL receivers. They're making him look good. They're catching his passes, and it's it's really cool to see. Here's a here's a softball one for you, Richard. Give me your offensive player of the year and the defensive player of the year. The season would end today. Uh, offensive player of the year right now. I mean, it probably have to be Tyreek. Tyreek is having a great year. Um, offensively, he's he's been productive, uh, record breaking. Uh, and then defense player of the year, there's a couple guys that are in it right now. I would say Max, it's between Max Crosby and TJ Watt. Uh, Miles Garrett also has a case. So, uh, between those three, I'd, I'd have to go TJ Watt. I mean, we just watched him recently live, so it's hard to pass him up. The last question we'll go with is from Joseph. He says, Do Kyrie and Luca have a chance this year, or do you do they need more time to develop? I don't know. I, 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 I there's rarely a time where you've seen just two ball dominant guards win a championship we've seen two guards win a championship but it's it was steph and clay and they had draymond you know so there's always that third guy and i'm just not sure they have the third guy they need to really win a championship especially in that west uh where steph and clay and draymond are um where murray and and uh and joker are where uh kd booker and and, and now bradley beal is it's going to be really tough and then you just talk about the clippers getting James Harden, Westbrook, uh, Kawhi, Paul George. So no, I don't. I, I think I, I don't know if it's about their development as much as it's about the competition out west. Well, Richard, uh, that that concludes it. I appreciate you guys all for joining us live here. We gave this a shot. We hope you guys enjoyed it, Richard. I'll let you sign us off here. Well, appreciate you guys again for joining us live. This has been the Richard Sherman Podcast. We're going to do this from time to time. If you guys got more questions and want to be more involved, please feel free to tweet anytime. Thank you so much. Hit that sub button if you're new and join us every week. Appreciate you. chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen and with resi priority notify and global dining access through my amex platinum card right this way it's nice to try someone else's food for a change that's the powerful backing of american express terms apply learn more at americanexpress.com slash with amex i'm so excited to tell you jc penny and country music singer songwriter walker hayes are partnering together on a new limited time men's collection for the everyday guy 
What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know, he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.